I have Dave Nunes from the Mindless Digital Podcast and Smell My Urban Podcast. He is, <laughs> he is the first guest. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. It just sounded funny the way. <laughs> Okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. Wait, are you laughing at me or what that sound was? I no, I laughed at how it sounded when you were saying "smell my bourbon." It almost <laughs> sounded like you smell my virgin. <laughs> okay, you know how early it is right here. You know, in uh, Vancouver. Yes. <laughs> okay, let me try this again. Okay. Dave Nunez, or you can call him David, just ask him which one he prefers. He is from Houston, Texas. He is the host of the Mindless Digital Podcast and Smell My Bourbon Podcast. He is, he's been on the, the Bombastic Podcast three times. This is his fourth time, and he is the first guest of 2023 oh nice thank you you're welcome so uh have i been on more times than uh texas chuckle you know what it's so funny i just messaged um texas chuckle tally i can even show you the picture later i did a tally i put texas chuckle and david nunez and He's been on four and a half times, and <laughs> four and a half. How did that happen? <laughs> and you, this is going to be your fourth time, and he wants to be on the podcast again, so he'll be five and a half. Um, he uh, was on, he was on the Christmas special. Like I wasn't really planning it. Yeah, I heard that one. Yeah, and mom was singing in the background. Yeah, she likes. She was listening to uh, the sweet. Have you heard of them? I have not. You should check them out. They're good. Um, but yeah, so he wanted to go on again, and I said, calm down. Thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> He's a pod- podcast hog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, he calls himself thirsty, so that's why. Oh, I okay. Said. Well, yeah. I guess. That's cool. <laughs> um, but how are you? I'm I'm good. I'm good. And, and I, I, just to clarify, I'm not competing with Texas Chuckle. Uh, every time he's on there, y'all have a good conversation. It's a good episode, and, and not as good as the ones that you and I have, but um, <laughs> but I, it's still enjoyable, and, and I like listening to him uh, when he joins you. So there, he'll just roast me back or something. I know. I know. I feel like I'm going to hear like a roast. 
coming, but don't worry, I'll roast him back. I actually like gave him um, a good roast one time when he was outside and I was podcasting and there was crickets and like, is that what it sounds like when you're on stage? I know, but we're joking around, but I got him really good. And I'm no, you, yeah, you went for the jugular there. Cause that's the biggest thing about comedians. It's like their biggest fear is, is, is crickets, right? Just bombing in front of a crowd. And, and I, I mentioned this on um, the last uh, episode that I was a guest on, which is the Chico Chisme podcast. It's like anytime a comedian goes on stage and he just bombs and the crowd's not feeling him and they come off of it, they come off the stage, they automatically know, right? I mean, they know when they're on stage, but when they come off of it and they're off stage, their set's over, There's you can't recover from that. And the only thing that can wipe that clean is to go back on stage and have a better set and just kill it the next time. So um, I, he, he, he goes on stage pretty often. Um, mm-hmm. So if he has a bad night, which is understandable, it happens to everybody, even even the big performers. So if he has a ba- bad night, you know, he can he can wipe that out of his mind uh, right away since he spends a lot of time on stage. And so uh, he doesn't have to deal with it for, you know, for another week or, or so. Like some of us, sometimes we go a couple of weeks before we go back on stage and get a chance to, you know, you know, we, uh, uh, you know, just eliminate that feeling and, um, you know, feel like we want again. So, yeah. So I was watching a show and they were smoking a cigar backwards. I Googled it. And apparently there's some countries you do smoke the cigar backwards. Why? I don't know. I didn't Google that part, but um, <laughs> like, like the Philippines and India, they practice doing that for some reason. Hmm. What, I'll, I'll have think? to look at that. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to be different. I don't know. Because you usually the way they, they roll a cigar, they roll a cap. You know, they roll it with the, 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 the foot end, which is the, the end that you light. And then the head end, which is the cap, that's the piece that you cut. And then and you have to be careful not to cut too much because then the, the wrapper can start to unravel. And that, that's one of the things that you have to, once you're a, a you know, experienced cigar smoker, you can, you can gauge it how much to cut. But, um, or you can use a device called a punch which basically you kind of put it towards the end of the cap right in the center and you kind of twist it a little bit and it cuts out a little punch, a little piece. And you don't have to worry about unraveling the cap or the wrapper. And so um, some people like it because it's, it's easier. You don't have to worry about cutting off too much of the end of the, of the cigar. So, but um, I don't know. So for a cigar cutter, is, the, is stainless steel the best or carbon fiber? What is good? Gunmetal? Uh, I don't know. I think I've only used stainless steel. Uh, I would imagine carbon fiber would probably be a little bit more durable and stay sharper uh, and probably be more expensive too. Yeah. Um, yeah, the reason why I brought it up is because on Smell My Bourbon podcast, mm-hmm. uh, you smoke cigars. And if you follow Dave... On his Instagram, you'll see he's always smoking cigars. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have. I, I, I started smoking 
uh, about 30 years ago, maybe. And um, then I would I'd smoking with buddies. We'd go out, do guys night out. Or when we'd go out with, you know, our, our couples, as couples, we would get cigars and smoke and, um, you know, have a good time. Playing golf, you would smoke cigars. And then I kind of stopped smoking. I mean, I would keep some on hand and just smoke here and there. But here recently, um, I started back up again and enjoying them more and more. And there's just so many cigar brands out there so many different lines of cigars now that it's changed it's almost like when beer you just had a few uh different selections and then all of a sudden everybody was brewing beer and you had all these uh micro breweries that would pop up all these craft beers that would pop up same thing with cigars now you got these these boutique cigar uh companies and you have these these manufacturers that have different different name brands, different lines. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's good for us because we have a lot of selection, but it's also bad because then you try to have to figure out, you know, which ones you've already smoked and, and try to keep a log of it and, and figure out which ones you like and you want to continue smoking. Yeah. That's like having a big wardrobe. Like it, it's nice to have options, but if you have too many options, you don't know what to wear. Yeah. Yeah. So do you call it a stogie or a cigar? I call it both, but uh, I usually just refer to them as cigars. And when do you know when to stop smoking? Because there's no filter, right? Yeah. Well, there's the cap, but yeah. Uh, the ultimate time to when to stop smoking a cigar is when it burns your lips. It burns your your layers? Your lips. Oh, lips. <laughs> 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 so every like every time you stop is because it's burning you no i say that as a joke because it's, oh. it's burning it's getting shorter and shorter so if it if, if if it keeps burning up on the leaf and it burns your lips it's like the cigar is gone so that's you've got to stop <laughs> yeah. there for sure but yeah i i try to i i smoke it down to uh, you know they, they'll put bands on the cigars towards the towards yeah. the head of it and so I usually, uh, if it's a really good cigar, one that I'm enjoying, I'll, I'll take the band off. So, you know, it doesn't burn the band. It just keeps smoking it. And, and uh, usually once it goes past the band and, you know, maybe it's, you know, an inch or so or half an inch uh, left of the cigar, it's usually time to stop. Have you ever seen anyone use a joint holder to for the end of the cigar? Uh. Not unless it's a big uh, joint holder, but no. Oh, yeah, no. that's true. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> the cigars tend to be a little bit fatter than, than joints. Unless, I mean, not unless you just like them really fat, you know, mm -hmm. smoke, a, smoke a fatty. So is fat better or are the skinny ones? <laughs> uh, uh, like, what's the difference? Like, I guess you get more, it's more power powerful with the fatter one um you you tend to it, it can change the, the 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 characteristics of the smoke not by a whole lot um i just tend to like a fatter cigar you know uh and they go by ring gauges you know the the, the diameter and so i i like you know 50 up 60 ring gauge or, usually fatter and, she, and and my ideal size is the um 
is a Corona or a double Corona, uh, which is a little bit longer, which is uh, about a six, six and a half inch. And then like a 55, 56 get ring gauge. Um, that's ideal size for me. They have thinner ones, which are like Panatella's. They're, they look like little fat pencils. I tried one the other day and I didn't really, I didn't really like it. It was just too small to hold in my hand. Yeah, and I don't. I feel like you won't like get anything from it. If it's yeah, it, it just feels. It doesn't feel like a cigar to me. It feels like you're holding a long cigarette. You know, like like the women back in the fifties and sixties used to have the cigarettes with those long filter tips. Yeah, yeah, I don't feel like that. It's like, nah, I'm not doing that again. Like Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've had the skinny ones. Um. When we were, like, in high school, we, like, went to the corner store, and we thought it was cool. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, I didn't really, like, get anything from that. So, since then, have you smoked a cigar? Have you tried smoking one? I've, like, tried, like, my friends. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, I don't, I don't, a lot of people, like, well, some people, like, love the smell. Some people don't like the smell, but I don't mind it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I love going into my local cigar shop lounge and walking into the humidor and just sitting there. You can smell all the different tobaccos. And then making my selection, when I walk out, I smell like the inside of a humidor. You can tell. Even though I haven't smoked or, or I wasn't smoking, um, you, you, this, the tobacco smell just kind of permeates and, and gets into your clothes. And it's such a good smell. Um, I enjoy it. So it's like it's, a big walk-in Humidor. Yeah, it's it's a it's a walk-in room. You walk in and they have it. You know, they have the the humid humidifier going so that they can keep the the uh, all the cigars fresh and and humidified. You don't want them to get dry out or get too too wet, so to mm-hmm. speak. Uh, you have to keep it at just the right temperature. It's moist. And yeah, <laughs> that word. It's funny. Um, but you just have to you just have to take care, and that that's the one thing that you have to pay attention as a cigar smoker. There's a lot of people that that will sell it. Like for instance, uh, we have some liquor stores, uh, and these are chain liquor stores here in in the United States and or in in Texas, and uh, they will sell cigars almost as like a, an added bonus. You know, you come in, you get your your beer, you get your liquor, whatever, and then they have a small humidor. The problem is that they don't really have anybody that works with it that knows a lot about cigars, mm-hmm. and they don't really care for them. And the worst thing you could do is spend, you know, $10, $12 on what you think is going to be a good smoke, and then it's really dry and yeah. stale. And so they, because they didn't take care of it and it got, it, it dried out. And that has happened on a couple of occasions. And I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to stop buying cigars there. I'm just going to go to my cigar lounge, even though it may be a little bit further drive out. Uh, at least I know that when I spend my money, I'm going to get a quality product and I'll be happy with it and, and I'll enjoy it. And so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you might as well get like good quality and um, have someone sell it to you that knows what they're selling. Yeah. Yeah. So do you smoke uh, like a different brand every time for the podcast? Uh, yeah, for the podcast, we try to do that. Um, we try to bring in a new brand of cigar. We try to bring in a new, new, uh, bourbon, uh, just to try them. Uh, it's just another reason to smoke and drink. Uh, but also just, to, to you know, so, so we can give some notes 
on it for people that may want to listen and, and say, oh, what are these guys smoking and drinking this time around? And mm-hmm. then, you know, then they can say, oh, I'm going to go try that. So the idea is to, I, I have an episode that I have to put up that I recorded on Sunday with Michael. And so uh, I know he's probably waiting, wondering why I haven't put it up. I've just been lazy, but I need to go ahead and upload the last one. And uh, the idea is to do enough of these, we get, you know, traction and maybe get a sponsor out of it. So we'll cool. see. That's really cool. And I noticed that um, you're also a watch addict. Yeah, I'm, 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 a, I'm a watch fanatic. I, I don't, uh, yeah, watch. Well, I, I call them timepieces because, you know, they're not just watches to me. They're, they're timepieces. And right now I have two watch, watch cases. Um, and I think I own over 30 watches at the moment. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you have an iWatch? I had one, but uh, it was, uh, I think, the, the very first one. And so I gave it to one of my sons and he wears mm-hmm. it uh, because, um, I mean, it, it's nice. Um, and I don't know. I just, I just like nicer watches. I mean, I mean, I, those Apple watches are, are, are expensive. They're not cheap, Yeah. but I, I just like a regular watch. I'm not, I have some digital watches, but I, I rarely wear them nowadays. It used to be that when I was working as a technologist around the MRI equipment, because that's what I do, radiology that I couldn't wear my regular watches. I had to wear a digital watch because it, it kills the battery on them. It, it stops them. Oh. And so it's like, uh, it's no good. You go in and out of the room, it stops constantly starting, stopping, and then you've lost time. And sometimes you can actually ruin a watch that way. So I, I you know, bought G-Shocks and wear digital watches and it, it will affect the battery, but it doesn't stop it. It'll kind of drain it a little bit faster than normal. But um, since I don't do that uh, anymore, that kind of work, uh, I don't wear my G-Shocks anymore. They're just kind of sitting there. And did do you change your own batteries or you go get it changed? No, I get them changed. It's, it's easier just to get them changed. I don't know. I've thought about getting the, the tools for it. Um, but the place that I go to, they see me in there all the time. I'm always bringing something different. And, and so just the normal watches cost about 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, to replace them uh but um i have uh i have a watch that i've owned i, I call it my first adult watch it's a tag hoyer and um uh, they have some expensive watches this one wasn't as expensive they don't even make this this model anymore um but it i mean i think i paid like 800 bucks for it and um so I've had it since I was in, in, I've had it for 30 years now, I think. And uh, so when I get the the battery changed on it, uh, it cost me like 75, 80 bucks. Yeah. So yeah, they can get expensive. I, so, I, I used to um, change watch batteries at my job. And yeah. um, like the, there's like two different ways. Well, what I used to do is like you either pry it open or you take what the thing that um, I don't know what it's called, but the pointy things go into the groove and you twist it. Yeah, and, the the case back. You got yeah. to screw it off. Yeah. Those things, I sometimes I just be like, oh, yeah, you know what? We don't have this battery because I didn't want to mess it up because it's so easy for it to come out and pop out and scratch the back. 
it was like stressful because <laughs> it was like $200 watch and then like you see like you scratched it on the back and then you just um all you do is turn it around and when it's time for them to pick it up you just compliment them on something they're wearing and then they take it and they're happy because they yeah. don't notice the scratch if you're really nice to them <laughs> here let me put this on you <laughs> that way they don't see it <laughs> oh did you shave your arm <laughs> Yeah, well, that's one way of getting get, getting away with it. Yeah, just a, a tip if anyone um, changes batteries out there. <laughs> yeah, compliment, bat your eyes, give them a yeah. smile. I don't know if it would work for guys, <laughs> uh, but still, I mean, that, yeah. that's it's a thought. You might want to try it. Um, what makes a good watch? Uh, well, I mean, ideal watches um, are uh, Swiss made, uh, but there's a lot of good watches out there. Uh, Seiko movement, Seiko makes good watches. Uh, they even sell uh, high-end watches. Um, but I, for me, it's it's just, uh, I look at um, the, the design. I, I love uh, diving watches, even though I don't dive. Oh yeah. But yeah, about as much as, uh, as closely I get as diving, is diving my arms in, in, the, in the soap suds when I'm washing dishes. That's about as close as yeah. I get to diving. But um, I just like the way they, the, the, the bulk of them, the size, the, the way they look. Um, I've, uh, I've gotten into chronographs, which have the different dials. It could be either two dials or three dials. I don't even know what the dials do. I just like the look. I, I just like the nice watch, something that looks nice and dressy. And so I'm a big fan. I, I do also, just so that people know, I, I, different prices, so, you know, couple hundred bucks all the way up to uh my rolex which is uh my 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 flagship um i was gifted that by my wife nice. for father's day i don't know how many years ago so yeah it's it's i've gotten a lot of compliments on it and and it sits in my watch case there I t every now and then i'll take it out for for a nice event or you know if i just feel like i want to flex a little bit i'll wear it and do you wear your watch? Well, you said it's the timepiece. So, do you wear your watch um, to tell the time or just for the look? Both, both. Yeah. I do. I do look at the time, I, and I have a couple of uh, uh, watches that don't have the date on it. You know, they just have time. Yeah. And I'll look at it. It's like, oh, it doesn't have the date. I, I forget because sometimes I forget which watch I'm wearing. But yeah, even though I have an iPhone and it has the time on it, uh, I'm always looking at my at my wrist and I feel naked if I'm not wearing a watch. Yeah. Um, I remember in elementary school, I had a friend and she had so many watches. She'd wear a watch on each wrist. <laughs> I, I haven't done that yet, but <laughs> I've thought about it, but I haven't done that yet. And now I'm thinking, I'm wondering, like, I wonder if she still does it, but I don't know. I haven't talked to her. Um, but yeah. And I noticed like some watches, there's like a big design and then you could barely see what time it is. So I guess that's just for like looks, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, as I've gotten older, I have a, a watch that I, I really like. Um, I actually bought, I have two, two from that same uh, brand and they're called Jack Mason and they're actually made in Dallas and uh, they're fairly new. And watches are, are really good quality, durable, not expensive 
when they first came out, but uh, they've gained a lot of traction and 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 people are really liking them. So the last watch, the last model that they uh, put out um, runs about a thousand dollars, and I really like the watch. The, the biggest uh, the biggest problem I have with it is the date window where they have the date. It's so small that I have to squint at it. So they either need to uh, make a bigger date window or put one of those bubbles like on the Rolexes to where it magnifies the, the number oh, yeah. so I can see it better. Uh, and that's the, the, the only uh, critique I have of the watches. Otherwise, they're, 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 I, I love them. In fact, I have a story about that. Yeah. It's like so uh last summer went to mexico city uh for a week and um of course i took i said all right i'm gonna take a couple of different watches no actually i only took one watch i decided that that time i was only going to take one watch and so i took this jack mason watch which uh had a silver band it's got uh, a, a white face and then it's got um I'll, I'll have to put a picture out um and uh it's a, it's a good everyday watch that, that i wear it's my go-to really and uh, it was a Friday, Friday there, and uh, we had our day planned. We were going to go here, and I was going to go buy some cigars. There was a couple of different places, and so the second place that we went to was also a bar. It was a bar, really nice bar, and it had the watch and watch. It had the cigar shop at the top, and they only sold their cigar brands. They didn't sell anybody else's brand, and so I bought some cigars. And we were drinking, and then from there we met up with some relatives on the other side of town at another bar and continued to drink and drink and drink. And I got drunk on my ass. When we got back at the end of the night, um, I was having a conversation, which I don't remember, or I, I do, but not much, with one of the hotel workers. And um, I was just giving him a hard time because I wouldn't let him leave. And I was talking to him and it's like, my wife says, all right, he's got to get back to work, leave him alone. So apparently, I gifted him my watch. I gave him my watch and we traded and he gave me his and his was not his actually, when I took it off that night, it broke. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so the next morning he sees me and Hey, Mr. Nunez, he comes over and he says, hello. He's talking to me in Spanish. And, and, uh, he said, he asked me if I, if I wanted my watch back and I was like, no, I mean, uh, we, we traded. So I know I was drunk, but we traded. And, and, yeah. and so keep the watch, enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And he did. And uh, then when I got back home after the trip, it's like, man, I'm really missing my watch. So I looked it up. I went to the website. They don't make it anymore. Oh, no. Like, oh, crap. Yeah. So I went on eBay and uh, I, I, I looked on eBay and I found one. And uh, it was a used one, but it was like barely used. So it, it, when I, I bought it, you know, I paid for it and they mailed it to me. And when I got it, it's like, it, it looked like brand new. There's no scratches or nothing. I guess the guy just didn't like for whatever reason. So now I, I have the watch. And, and so I ended up buying the same watch twice because I gave the first one away. That's so funny because um, that happened to me, but with a necklace, like I just bought a necklace that day. And then I became friends with this girl at the bar and she's like from England and she was visiting and I'm like, oh, she's new here. I should welcome her. <laughs> I gave her my necklace. And then the, <laughs> next, the next day, my friend was like, did you really like that necklace? I'm like, yeah. So I had to like, I ended up buying it again. But yeah, yeah 
I would never ask for it back because I gave it to her. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I was drunk and I didn't know what I was doing, I gave it to you. So yeah, I liked I liked him that much because we were having a good conversation, and and then the rest of the trip, uh, he made sure that he when he was working that he would look for me, and um, the hotel that we stay at, they have uh, it's almost like all inclusive, right? So yeah, they have breakfast buffet or breakfast you know down in the kitchen. They only serve they have a kitchen, but they only serve breakfast. And then they have like a little cafe shop where they have coffees, they have beer, they have wine, uh, all the drinks. They have sandwiches and salads, and you can get whatever you want. You just sign your room number, but it, it's included in, in the state. They don't charge you for it. Oh, wow. So um, they would keep actually keep liquor bottles on, uh, on the, uh, at, at the desk, front desk. And uh, when I'd come down to go to the little cafe, he would catch me and he grabbed a tequila bottle and he, I, he sat with me and he says, hey, let me want to do some tequila. Oh. And it's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm in Mexico. I can't turn down tequila, yeah. right? So we sat there taking shots of tequila for the afternoon and, and he, was up, he was on the job still. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so we did that. For, I mean, we did. We took about two or three shots, but uh, he left me the bottle, and uh, then he came back and grabbed it. And so it's like we had a good time after that. So wow, he seems like like a really nice guy. Yeah, yeah. They just cater to their you know their patrons or their yeah. visitors, and and so they're like that. So that's cool. Uh, I'm going to Mexico in um, a few weeks with you know Irma Gomez mm-hmm. and Ed- Edgar Gomez. We're all going together. Yeah. You guys are going to Can- Cancun? Yeah, Cancun. And Kelly's coming. Um, actually, like a whole bunch of people are coming. Yeah. Nice. Nice. That fun. Yeah. Well, Cancun is nice. Cozumel, all those other touristy places. But, and, and I mean, there's lots to do. There's lots to enjoy. But you have not visited Mexico until you go to Mexico City. So you definitely need to put that on your list of, of destinations uh, down the road yeah I like I've never been to Mexico so this yeah. is my first time so it's really cool to go with them I guarantee um, if you go to Mexico City and you're there for a week and 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 you know you go with a group of people you sightseeing you go visit all all that they have to offer you go to the restaurants you will end up marrying a Mexican and you may not go back to Canada <laughs> why do you think that uh, because I know how you love the Mexican culture <laughs> 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 we'll we'll find out. I'll I'll keep yeah. you updated. <laughs> yeah, just let me know how it works out for you. Okay. <laughs> um yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um and Edgar, he's he's stopped podcasting for a little bit, just like a lot of people, and but he's back on it and that's how I learned Spanish from his podcast because it's from all his... in Spanish. Yeah. Chabo one oh one shout out. Yeah. Do you listen? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I was I was actually going to record a, uh, an episode later uh, yeah. today, and I was going to shout him out because uh, I've listened to his last two episodes, uh, yeah. or the ones that he just put out most, most recently. It's like, yes, he's back on. I, I enjoy yeah. listening to his podcast because he's so animated. Yeah. He's so good, and it's like, this is not the same Chavo that I know from his first foray into podcasting when he first started doing it and he was doing it in English uh it was it's a big difference between uh how he approaches podcasting when he does it in his native language versus 
you know, doing it in English. And so uh, I, I've actually shared his episodes with some of my wife's relatives in, in Mexico City. Oh, and uh, yeah, they've they've enjoyed it too. So um, yeah, that's really, that's really yeah. cool because I that's the only like podcast I listen to that's not in English. And just, even though like I don't understand, like I I understand like some words, mm -hmm. um, but like yeah, because since he is so animated, it actually like it doesn't matter. <laughs> like I actually yeah. really enjoy listening to it and. There's like words that I've learned from him, like pinche, pinche podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then ch like ch chingo. I know like there's different ways to say chingo, but like uh -huh. shit. Yeah, chingo. And yeah, I I know other words like like ultra and mass and stuff like that. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I'm slowly learning. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, he he uses a lot of uh, 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 slang words. I noticed that. Yeah, that are not uh, something that you would want to use in a casual conversation oh, with somebody okay. that you <laughs> that you might be meeting for the very first time if you were to speak Spanish. Now, if you were friends with them and or relatives and you were talked that way, it's yeah. totally acceptable. Yeah, but uh yeah some of the words <laughs> you know like you gotta be careful <laughs> it's funny because um like since I don't like understand most of it I I know I'll like be able to count how many times he says pinche or like the words that I do know and it's yeah, yeah it's pretty good <laughs> it's funny yeah. yeah can I tell you a story absolutely it's your podcast oh okay um <laughs> <laughs> how am I gonna say no to you <laughs> Well, you can say no to me with friends. No, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. So the other day, I don't know if you look at my stories on Instagram, but I was at a restaurant to celebrate Chinese New Year. And anyways, the owner came over and he thought like Kelly and I were lesbians. Uh-huh. I saw that. Yeah. So nothing wrong with that, but we're not. And... um. I so I was like trying like food after I was never into like seafood right mm -hmm. and the bowl the bowl I don't know if you saw the bowl of food but um it it was worth two hundred dollars and I don't mind trying new things and the most expensive um part of it was the sea urchin and I've had sea urchin before but this piece was super huge and then I was like Kelly um, this is too big. Do you want it? And then she took it and I'm like, oh, wow, we do seem like we're in a couple because <laughs> we're like sharing food. And yeah, I just thought it was interesting. I'm like, oh, like, I wonder why. Maybe because we were like sitting close together. I don't know. It was just a weird thing to bring up. But he did give me 10% off next time for the restaurant. So if you ever come to Canada, I'll, I'll take you there with your wife okay. and family. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I think it's probably because of the comfort level that you guys have bet between e between each other that people will, will could easily mistake it for that. I don't know, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I guess some people just got, kind of get ahead of themselves and just automatically think that they see two women or two guys. It's like, hey, hey, hey we're just friends here. Yeah, it's just funny to me because I've had many people like ask if I was with Kelly or with Irma, and I'm like, Irma has a husband. <laughs> Her husband and two kids. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, 
I guess we're just like, I don't know. We're just really close friends. So have you ever tried sea urchin? I have not. When you mentioned that, it's like, oh, I've never had that. So what, what's what's that like? It, I don't know how to. Okay, it it kind of tastes like a hard mushroom. Okay. Yeah. So that kind of that texture. Yeah, like yeah. it. Yeah, kind of like it wasn't. It's like harder in the middle, and then yeah. mushroom type, kind of. Um, have you ever tried? Oh, I think it's, oh, fuck. I think it's geo duck. Do you, it, gooey, it's like gooey, gooey, duck. gooey duck. Have you yes. tried that? No, but you and I talked about this yes. uh, on a previous episode. I mentioned it and you said, what is that? And I was like, uh, you're just going to have to look, <gasps> look it up. Dave, and, I tried it. How was it? So they serve it cut up. Oh, and okay. it actually was good. Yeah, it's so really they good. They didn't serve it um, the way it normally comes. No, no. Okay, because my wife is um, my wife is a big fan of the uh, what is it uh, ASMR videos. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, and there's a couple of Asian girls that she watches because they're tiny, but they eat so much. I've seen and. Them. Yeah, and one of them, uh, in a couple of episodes, they'll, they'll do a lot of seafood, and they, they get the gooey duck, which is, a, for people that don't know, it's actually a clam, and there's an appendage of it that sticks out that looks like uh, Penis. The, the male, yeah, the male member, but she, when she ate it, it was all intact, and she just bit into it, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that's not, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know if I could eat it that way. But if it's if it's sliced up now, was it cooked or is it served just raw or natural? Um, it was kind of like hot pot, so I think it was. Uh, Well, okay. I I don't really know what it looks like raw, but maybe I'll look it up. But yeah, like um, they bite usually bite into it and then like water squirts out or something. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that the, the that appendage that sticks out, it's called the siphon. I, I looked it up right now. Oh, okay. And um, so yeah, it's it's really weird. You, whoever is listening to this, is gonna have if you don't already know what they are, look it up. And it's spelled G E O D U C K, and but it's pronounced gooey duck. And uh, like I said, it's a clam, and it's odd looking, uh, mm-hmm. but it was tasty. It actually, like, I was, like, surprised because I'm not, like, a big seafood fan. And I don't know. It was, yeah, it was good. It, I like, I don't even know how to explain. It was, um, tasted like, I don't know, actually. <laughs> like, it's hard to explain this. Um, it was just like having a nice radish, but soft. Okay. All it's, right. That makes sense. Did, did, it, did it taste like uh, briny, like seafood? Was it uh, have a fishy taste to it? Or no, but nothing. It was kind of subtle. Everything was in the, the same bowl. There was like shrimp and everything. Oh, and... okay. So it took on the pl- flavor of the um, all of the seasoning yeah. and, and everything. It kind of melded together. Oh, nice. Yeah. And like for me, when I have seafood, I picture the what they look like in the sea. And that's what, like, 
makes me like not want to have it. But so I was as that it was going into my mouth, I thought of the the picture of it. But then I'm like, no, it's all in my head. And I had it and it was good. <laughs> well, it was all in my mouth, but yeah. <laughs> well, I, I guess if you're going to have one and you know what it looks like, that's the, kind of the best way to have it where it's mixed together with a lot of different things. And mm-hmm. it, it's a good way to start instead of just, you know, eating it by itself. Yeah, I totally forgot we talked about it before. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, because I noticed you're a foodie too on your I was looking you up again. Yeah. I'm a foodie. I'm a foodie slash fatty. <laughs> because you've been on <laughs> you've been on four times. So I, huh. I was like, I don't want to like talk about the same stuff. And I just listened to Chico Chisme podcast. Yeah. I I listen to like recent podcasts like people have been on that I'm going to interview and mm-hmm. I like because I don't want to like copy or um I don't know like say talk about the same topic because we usually right. have the same listeners and yeah so I always listen and then I like think of other questions yeah so, that's yeah. that's a good point that you bring up because um you and I and Chavo and Freddie and uh like uh Grumpzilla, flashback with the homies, and mm-hmm. there's a, a lot of us um, that that know each other and probably listen to each other's podcasts. And so, when we are guests on each other's podcasts, it, it's difficult to not, you know, talk about the same things. Mm-hmm. And so, you, you do have to remember, okay, what did we talk about? Especially if the, you're like returning guests. Um, you know, you have to think about what they talked about it on, on the previous episode and then on other episodes with other podcasts and try not to have those same discussions because then, because we do have crossover listeners, we don't want to make it boring. It's like, oh, I already heard this conversation yeah. on the other one. So, uh, there are some things that you can tackle and, you know, if it's like one question and you, you have your take on it. And then I give you my take on it. But for, for the most part, yeah, we, we have to try to be careful not to, uh, you know, carry over conversations from one podcast to another and just talk about the same things all over again. Yeah. Yeah, because it's true. Like, it's like, I feel like there's a, when you have different podcasters that you talk to, it's like a community. Like, um, I, I love listening to you, like, flashback with the homies fred freddy korea lizzie korea um oh chicano-ish mm-hmm. yeah, yeah Chicano-ish. and chavo 101 there's so many and i feel like we all know each other so yeah that's good is there any food that you've been wanting to try but haven't yet uh let me see I can't think of anything right off the bat. Um, I know it's going to hit me after I get off the phone with you, and yeah. and I hate that. But you know, I'm I'm open to trying a lot of different things. Um, uh, we got a trip coming up to Boston in in March for um, spring break. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that'll be our first trip out to Boston. Really looking forward to that. So. You know, one of the things that we do is, all right, what are we going to visit while we're there 
during the city and most big cities that have you know travelers or, or, or visitors they have what's called uh, the city pass and so they have all these attractions throughout the city that you, you you buy one ticket and it allows you entrance to all of those all those attractions and so we bought a city pass I can't remember what's what's included so we'll, we'll be visiting those those places and then the the other thing that we look at is all right which restaurants are we going to eat at and because we when we go and look up on um on youtube um different people that that we watch and 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 get their take on on their travels and, and what restaurants they recommend and so uh obviously because on their east coast and they're they're right off the you know off the atlantic we're gonna look at some eating some seafood so looking forward to that so i don't know i don't know uh maybe i could try the gooey duck that was mm -hmm. one thing that, because of the way it looks uh i definitely would be willing to try and just out of curiosity because it, yeah. it doesn't look like anything that you would want to eat because when you look at a sea urchin it's round it looks like a, a ball but it's a spiky ball spiky ball yeah it's got those little spines but when you crack it open it's got you know juice inside and then the 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 wall of it has uh is where all the meat is and mm -hmm. so that's what you eat so yeah um I, well, I would definitely be willing to try those two things and i'm not sure what else yeah, they're and they're really good for you. Um, uh, but yeah, they don't really taste like anything. So yeah, you should try it. Um, yeah. Have you tried ketchup chips? No, but I've I've heard of them. I've heard of them. It's funny too. Um, I don't know if we've talked about this, but there's this uh, series on Netflix called Kim's Convenience. Yeah, I I watched that. Yeah. Okay, so I'm really disappointed because I watched it. My, my son, one of my sons, told me about it, and it's like, oh, I'll check it out. And I watched it, and then you know, I watched the first episode, then the second episode, and then the, it was only two episodes. I mean, not two episodes. It was only two two seasons, and then you know, it's done. So I started rewatching it uh, here this week, and I don't know what episode it was on. And Appa, the, the dad who mm -hmm. owns a convenience store, because the, their last name is Kim, Kim's Convenience, he's offering this kid who's his daughter's friend, uh, his name is Gerald, wants him to take photographs of him. And he says, I'll, you know, I'll give you a, one free pop for the rest of your life. He goes, well, I don't really drink pop. <laughs> he goes, okay, one free bag of chip. He says, everything except for ketchup chip. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, I watched. And it's like, I, oh, they made they made a reference to ketchup chips. Yeah, so yeah, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard of them, but I've I've never seen, had. I don't think they have them here. I've watched the show, but yeah, I didn't notice that he said ketchup chip. Um, yeah, because I remember watching that episode. I think I noticed that they like they're in Toronto, Ontario, yeah. Ontario. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you, I think the last two. The latest, the latest one? No, uh, on Chicano-ish, I sent them ketchup chips and they yes. they they um, tried them. And I grew up eating ketchup chips. So um, Pops from Chicano-ish said he tried giving it to the dog and the dog didn't even like him. <laughs> <laughs> and that it wasn't their favorite. But yeah, uh, to me, they're like normal. But yeah, you should... I can send you some if you want. So they're they're basic potato chips, but they're seasoned with ketchup or yeah, or, 
slathered in ketchup. Yeah, uh, and we, we even have Dorito ketchup chips. We have the wave like Lay's ketchup chips. And oh. yeah, um, it's just like a regular chip flavor here. And we also okay. have all dressed chips. Um, and a lot of people like that. Like I've had a Liz Stone and Spiro. They came to um, do comedy here. Right. And I was like, you need to try these chips. And yeah, I think all of um, the Chicano-ish crew liked All Dressed. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, I think it's like red bell pepper and vinegar. I don't know. I'll Hmm. have to check. I should know this, but yeah. But yeah, like if you ever want some scent, you and your family can try some. (laughs) Okay. So what makes... um... What makes them so popular, or or how did they get popular? I mean, is ketchup a big thing there in in Canada, or it's not like it's popular. It's just um just a Canadian thing. So like anytime like I'm sending a parcel or anything to the states, I know they don't usually have they don't have them there. So that's something different, you know. Okay. Yeah, it's just it's kind of like um it's they're next to the salt and vinegar, and you know it's it's yeah. not popular it's just like oh ketchup you know <laughs> okay it's just something that you can find there that you wouldn't find anywhere else yeah and that like usually i like to like um yeah just have people try different things i like trying different things so mm-hmm. yeah because I, I remember you sent some to freddie um a while yeah. back and freddie and lizzie and they were talking about those i was like ketchup chips and, and for some reason i i was like how do you make a chip out of ketchup? And I don't know why I was thinking that. It's like, you dumbass. It's just a chip that's flavored with ketchup. Yeah, it's, it's like, like <laughs> sour cream and onion, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's it's just a condiment flavored chip. <laughs> I don't know why I made yeah. it something it wasn't. So, Dave, I know you have to get, you probably have to get back to work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on. Um, for the fourth time, I know Texas Chuckle is going to try and double that amount. So <laughs> <laughs> more power told, to him. I already told him that um, we've talked about him. He was laughing when I told him yeah. what we talked about earlier. But yeah, it was so nice having you on, like always. And I always enjoy talking to you. And I love listening to your podcast. And where can we find you? All right. Well, you can find me on uh, Instagram at uh, Dave underscore jokes. That's my personal one. Uh, That's the one I'm most active on. I am also on mindless digital, which is at mindless underscore digital. And then uh, my second podcast, which is smell my bourbon. Uh, You can find it at smell my bourbon. It's all one word together. No, no uh, underscores. So you can find me there, social media wise. I'm also on on Twitter, um, at Mindless Digital, uh, and I use that for promoting my uh, my episodes and and nothing else. Um, and then uh, you can find my podcasts on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it. And uh, pretty much it. I mean, there's other platforms, the smaller mm-hmm. platforms, but uh, that's pretty much it where you can find it. So, um, yeah, if you uh, are listening to this and you don't follow me, reach out. 
and follow me and say hello and I'll, I'll, I'll follow you back. And uh, maybe you can be a, uh, if you're a big, big follower, big listener, you can be a, a, a guest on my podcast once we get to yeah. know each other. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I've been on yours like a couple of times. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were just and, on not too long ago. And it's always a great time. We always have good conversations, fun conversations. Get silly sometimes, and, and mm-hmm. uh, we trip each other up, and we laugh at each other, and we don't take yeah. each other seriously, and that's that's what yeah. that's what I, how I approach podcasting. I, I don't take it seriously, but I'm serious about podcasting. So, um, yeah. yeah. And shout out to, it's funny to say that podcast, because Travis is going to help me put up a song. I'll think of a song for us. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I enjoy listening to his uh, his podcast because he, he records in his truck out in this parking lot. Yeah. And uh, he's always giving us play by play by of, of people that are walking by <laughs> while he's podcasting and, and looking at him in his truck because it's usually at night. And that, that that would be kind of like, I think if I were walking by and I just saw some guy, I don't, I don't know if he uses a microphone or what with his, with his podcasting equipment, but if there were, if I saw a bald headed guy sitting in a, in a truck with a microphone, I'd be suspicious of him too. So uh, shout out to him for me as well. Cause uh, I, I've really come to enjoy his podcast as well. So uh, yeah, always, always a good time. Always a good rant. Uh, on his on his podcast, it's so funny when he gets so mad about people walking or like turning their car on next to him. It's like, how <laughs> yeah, dare they... you turn the car on next to me yeah. on the street? <laughs> yeah, or they drive by and, and, yeah. and the radio's playing real so loud that when their windows are up and his windows up, and he can still hear them. Yeah. So yeah, he goes off. <laughs> and and sorry, what can go wrong? Podcast because they always give shoutouts. Sorry, I had just had to put that in because this is the first episode of the year. Yes. Yeah, I listen to them too. I listen to them too. Um, I, I I think I'm a couple of episodes behind. I can't remember the last one that I listened to. I know I was listening to the one where uh, Pierre went to uh, Louisiana and he was talking about the, the boat trip um, that yeah. they did uh, through the swamps and oh, stuff and he like that. Oh, and accent. Yeah. And yeah. uh, I don't know. I can't remember if there was another pod, uh, another episode after that. So I need I need to catch up. I, I, mm-hmm. I've, I've gotten behind. Yeah, I think you're too behind. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, thank you, Dave, so much. Um, thank you. So do this again soon. For sure. Okay. Get back to work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Later. Bye. Bye.